Welcome to Market Week in Review for the week ending November 8th, 2019. I'm Rob Cittadini, and I'm joined today by our Chief Investment Strategist, Eric Ristabin. Good morning, morning, Eric. Morning, Rob. So, a lot to touch on this week. We'll cover a few different things. We've seen uh, markets reacting to trade news. There's some economic data out there, some earnings to talk about. But let's start with the story around trade. Lots of headlines there. Mm -hmm. Seems like the news is generally positive and seems like markets are reacting in a positive way. What's the latest and greatest? Yeah, well, we, it's been a roller coaster okay. uh, on trade. Okay. We've had ups and we've had downs, and there have been big ups and big downs. Uh, this week we had the ups when the, the Chinese talked about the fact that you know agreement was actually being reached on a number of things. Um, they communicated that there's an agreement to roll back tariffs. Uh, President Trump came on television this morning and said, well, that may not be the case. But in general, yes, positive news about tariffs. And, and that, I think, is really what drove markets up this week. Uh, markets globally were up. The S&P 500 is up about 0.6%. Um, the stock 600 is up about 1.2%, and the, which is the European index, and the MSCI Emerging Markets Index is up one about 2.3%. So, okay. Which is actually, we've been talking to our clients a lot about if there is agreement on trade, the, probably the markets are going to be the biggest beneficiaries of a trade agreement, ironically, are not going to be the United States. It, it's going to be those markets that have the most exposure economically to trade. And, you know, emerging markets are number one. Europe has more exposure to trade than we do. So it's not actually hugely surprising that when kind of positive trade sentiment was driving markets globally, that the U.S. performed it positively, but it did lag. And I think that's the pattern we would expect if that we actually did get an agreement. So I think it's kind of a confirmation of what we're thinking in terms of market reactions to positive trade news. Okay. And alongside this trade news, there's some economic data that's just hit. What are the numbers and what should investors be thinking about? Yeah, it, the data is, is generally solid. Um, you know, we've been talking a lot about the fact that global manufacturing has been falling uh, for most of the year as, as CEOs who have low levels of confidence, at least American CEOs have low levels of confidence. They haven't really been buying capital uh, equipment. Okay. And that's actually show, you know, demonstrated weakness in, or created weakness in the manufacturing sector of the global economy. Um, we saw, and then in the September number, the U.S. Uh, manufacturing PMI survey actually went below 50, which means contractionary territory. Mm. So a little bit of a bounce back last week on that number. And to this week, we saw the, the services sector, the non-manufacturing uh, PMI come out from ISM. And we saw actually that that moved up pretty substantially. It moved from like at the 52.6 level to the 54.7 level. Okay. And importantly, the employment component of that survey actually had a pretty big, even a bigger rebound from kind of 50 to 53. So that was really good to see because we've been talking to folks about, you know, the, the bulwark against the recession in the United States is the American consumer. And the key to the American consumer still being that bulwark to recession is the fact that they're well employed. So, you know, we saw jobless claims actually dropped this week to a pretty, actually quite a low number. Um, we saw consumer sentiment basically stay flat, okay. modestly improved month over month. Um, there's still 7 million job openings. Um, job creation is still pretty good. And that employment component of the ISM non-manufacturing survey actually gives us an indication that the, 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 the jobs market, the job uh, creation is still, machine is still working, uh, and that should be positive news. It wasn't universally positive, but I think in general terms, you're feeling a 
little bit better about the arc of the U.S. economy this week than you were last sure. year. And how does this all play then into earnings? Yeah. The latest earnings season, what are we seeing? Well, we're, we're seeing kind of a little bit, we're seeing better than we expected or better what the analysts expected. But we're still going to, it looks for all the world like third quarter is going to be yet another negative quarter for corporate earnings in the United States. That pattern is roughly um, a global pattern. So we're, we're actually seeing with trade pressure, with input costs higher because of tariffs, with the fact in the states that labor costs are running at kind of a 3%, wage growth is like 3%, headline inflation is, you know, a little more than half of that. Okay. Which, which, but, you know, you, if you can't price 3% into your goods, pass along the wage increase, then you're going to take margin hits. So we're seeing pressure on earnings, um, not unexpected and not horrific pressure, uh, but it's still, I think you have to have modest expectations for earnings in 2020. And, and right now, our view is that the industry expectations for 2020 earnings are too high. So we think they'll come down, uh, not catastrophically, but we think they will come down. Well, definitely something we'll have to keep an eye on going forward. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today. Eric, thank you as always for your insights. And thank you for joining us for Market Week in Review. We'll see you next time.